Before diving into today's episode, did you know that this podcast has a supporters club? By becoming a member, you not only gain access to exclusive content, but also play a crucial role in supporting your favorite podcast. See the link in the episode description to find out more. Now, let's get back to the episode. Oh, man. <clears throat> Very interesting what went on this uh, week, huh? You know, like, <laughs> there was no schedule. Things were free-flowing. And you also had two Project Conference episodes. But then you were probably wondering when you were going to deal with me again, right? You know, after I went ahead and spilled some tea in the mini bites. Welcome there. Because guess what? It's time to go ahead and do something again. Welcome to the j Show here on... J360 Radio! How's it going, J360 Legion? What is happening? Welcome to the J-Man Show here for episode 298. And indeed, indeed, we are getting that much... Wow, we are actually one away, huh? Well, two away considering this episode, but still one away from the grand, grand 300 scale. And let me just tell you this, I'm excited about it, you know? Been doing this uh, series for seven years, and you know, it's starting to pay off in so many big ways. I'm starting to see like different fans. I'm starting to see like different people reaching out. Some people that I didn't even think listened to the show actually listened to the show, and then not to mention other people excited about more J360 TV specials and all. And don't worry, I won't let you down. Got plenty of cool stuff coming along, and then not to mention like <sighs> I had to back off a little bit. No, for real, I had to back off of my own schedule for a minute because I was like, you know, Project Conference needs love. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I know some of you Power Play fans are kind of like that too. You're like, hey, what about the Power Play? Hey, what about, you know? Yeah, don't you worry. I got something special coming up for that too. But the thing is, is that I wanted Project Conference to go ahead and um, take center stage this week because like two of these people that I had on it, from Lodi Trail all the way to Lestat Von Monolith from Drop Beat Empire, you know, like, those are heavy hitters, and you don't want to miss them. I mean, I was going to have one be back-to-back. I was going to have them be both on the same day, but I was thinking about you guys, the viewers and the listeners out there, so I didn't want to overload you, you know, and I thought about my old way of doing things for the J-Man show when it came to double specials and all that, so yeah, we cannot do, like, you know two in one day not not for epics like that you know what i mean especially when you all got different things going on and i have different things going on but yeah all in all though i mean i just wanted to go ahead and try something different this week and i think it paid off because still people came by enjoyed it and i think the subscriber count for the youtube channel jumped up quite a bit so hey the madness the madness but, you know, I'll stick to doing those sort of things anyway. And then uh, the mission I just got back from uh, doing a bit of training. So, you know, I'm just chilling up here at the old complex right now. But, yeah, like, no ill will about stuff. 
Uh, from those of you that are wondering about Minibytes 169, well, let me just tell you this. No, I didn't have a bad day. No, I didn't, you know, no, I wasn't throwing, you know, deep-seated rage or anything. None of that, no. Job's not getting to me. As a matter of fact, those were all, that's like 24-hour truth right there. You know what I mean? I was telling the truth. One way or another, people just make me sick with the way their behavior is. You know, it's just like, it seems like nowadays more and more people are asking, hey, give me some credit. Hey, give me some credit. But when the person that actually does the work finally says something, oh, the world gets quiet then, doesn't it? Like all of a sudden, ain't nobody want to deal with you and things like that. No 10 foot pole, none of that stuff. Everybody just ran away, probably got yellow streaks up their back. Not to mention, you know, probably got a little streak in the front, pissed themselves scared because of my behavior like that. And if you're looking for an apology, I'm not giving yet. Not at all, because that needed to be said. And the sad part about things are, it's like, you know, hopefully you understand and hopefully it'll stick this time. Because I'm getting tired of doing episodes like that. But the problem is, is that people are not going to stop doing stupid things. People are not going to stop, stop, you know, shirking being accountable and stuff like that. There are more and more people out here nowadays that do not want to be accountable unless it's like immediate praise. And that's sad. See, accountability is not about praise. Accountability is about just being responsible. And the thing is, a lot of you guys are in the same age as me, and you know it's time to be accountable about all sorts of things. Like, I'm accountable for my behavior in that. But I also knew I had a reason for it. Like, whenever I say what I need to say, you might not like it, but you'll learn something. You see what I'm saying? And it's like that whenever you're frustrated with, like, people that are creatives that you know you obviously see that they um are in a drought so what they do is they try to take from you you know what i mean and then they're not going to be like oh they'll never find out that i'm actually trying to uh you, you know uh sponge off of this or you know my channel's dying and all so you know the ones that are too big to fail and the ones that have made it through that threshold already to the point where youtube can't get them for things it'd be like that you know but those like me who are actually working and doing new things, oh, they don't want you to do new things. They don't want you to go ahead and, you know, try to rework something else out. They want you to be complacent. And then, like, what happens with complacency? You get bored. You get bored, stuff gets dry, and things are not getting achieved like they should. And I don't want to get to that point where I start going ahead doing react videos and crap like that, you know? Like, you know, people do react videos and... God help them, it's the most easiest damn content to do because, yeah, who isn't reacting at stuff and then pointing it out and things? Now, I've done one on TikTok before. I think it was the one where that man was whining about the baby crying, which is a good example of where we are as a people because if you got grown-ass people whining about, like, kids crying and stuff like that, you know, and they're not even the parent of said kid, something is up, you know? <laughs> I did it, and I was like, you know, I'm not really feeling this, so I kind of, like, get away from it a little bit. Like, there are moments, like, on Soda where I did react to things, but I was like, you know, sometimes I just don't feel it. Like, for me sitting there looking at it, I'd be like, hmm, ain't my life. <laughs> you know, things like that. It's so easy to do. That's why, like, I look at people, and they're on there, and they get, like, thousands and thousands of views, or they get, like, downloads, or they get all this other extra stuff, and it's like, I mean... You couldn't find any way to not be a culture vulture, right? Or like, you know, it'd be different if I was actually involved in it, if I did the processing, if I did all the 
you know, distribution and all the work around it, it would be different at that point. But since I had no whole thing about it, the only thing I could do is just look at it and be like, oh, okay, whatever. And then just walk away, you know? That's my whole thing about it. It's just like, it, I'm not Tyrone Magnus, for God's sakes, you know? Which, by the way, I looked at his content the other day. How is that, bro? How is he popular? Anyway, I don't care. <laughs> for real, I don't. It is what it is. Different strokes for different folks. So that's why, like, I always try to do, like, a different appeal. But if I can go ahead and I can do writing, or if I can go ahead and do pre-production, post-production, or just, you know, production in general, you know, I'm good with that. See what I'm saying? And it's just, like, people nowadays um, are very screwed about things. Like, did you know that there are people that are going that extra mile to make fun of those involved in the writer's strike, too? Which, at the same time, it's like, quick, name how many Netflix shows you watch. Quick, name how many shows that you have taken for granted before that bubble popped. And, you know, now you're mad at the writers and stuff. You're mad at people who are taking a stand, a legitimate stand. And I get it because, let's just think about it. Like, what was the climate of politics in 2016 and all that kind of stuff? Or, like, you notice, like, when people don't get a certain thing, they're a certain way, they start protesting, right? Remember when protesting used to be a legitimate form of activism? And then all of a sudden they got ruined and screwed and all that kind of stuff. Even all the way to like when Netflix themselves had a strike because like one of the workers was a transgender and had a problem with what Dave Chappelle said. Even though Dave Chappelle has been doing quite a lot more for people of all shapes, races and sizes and everything than that person has ever done. You know, like there's quite a lot of moments where like, you know, protesters ruin protesting. And I can't believe I just said that, but it's true. Especially when it's over something superficial. But when it comes to a writer strike, these are people that actually worked on the content that we consume. Whether it be a first draft, whether it be a last draft, whether it be script doctoring, whether it be like ghostwriting, all that kind of stuff. Show running, you know, like show running doesn't do a whole lot of, they do a whole lot of writing too. But, you know, now they're trying to force people to actually go to work, even though they're part of that union by not dealing with writing duties, but you know, underneath it all, they want them to write the stuff secretly and never put it through the union. See, things like that used to mean something. When you took a stand against something, it meant something. But whatever we get, we get like a narrative or we get like an angle written from like any of our publishers and broadcasters out here. And the sad part about it is you think that that is the truth. That is only one side of the truth. You got to go ahead and look at all angles and stuff from top to bottom. And, you know, I'm hoping that the writers actually went big on this thing because, like, I'm a writer myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm a little biased at that point. I'm not going to lie to you. But it's like when you're really doing this kind of stuff, people don't want to credit a writer like anything. They do not want to deal with the architects. They want to deal with the finished product. You know what I mean? Half the damn time. Are you really worried about, like, who did first camera on, like, the Indiana Jones movie that's coming? No, you don't. Do you want to deal with the person who did all of the um, the rigging for like that Guardians of the Galaxy game that was good? Hey, by the way, Avengers, why do you suck? Things like that, you know? I, I think about this all the time. You know you don't want to deal with that. People have a problem with things that go against their livelihood and their comfort zone. And you know what? I can't necessarily knock you for it, but at the same time, if your comfort zone can be easily jeopardized, and it can be, you know, at the same time, you just have to have, like, some fortifications because anytime somebody could go through that kind of stuff, it's kind of like being called in from work, you know, called in from your home to go to work because somebody called out. Little things like that, if you will. 
And and I look at it from time to time, guys. I'm like, I'm sure hoping that that writer strike gets resolved, and I'm sure hope that there, there ain't any other strikes out there because quite a lot of people just want to do this. You know, they want to go ahead and let them know that you cannot bully them, you cannot have, you cannot go ahead and withhold money from them. Not to mention make it unable for them to have a livable wage. But isn't that the real fight anyway? Isn't that like what we're all trying to do? Have livable wages, have homes, actually can buy a home. You know what I mean? Without getting all these loans and stuff. Like there's always a way to do something. And the sad part about it is, is that like the fortifications and everything that was there for us, have been misused and taken for granted so long that, you know, it's not even powerful anymore. And then you hear, like, all the layoffs and stuff that a lot of tech companies are doing, too. It's it's a giant mess. I mean, you can't just go ahead and throw a blind eye up and say, like, damn, look at all of this stuff. Even though at the same time, it's like, hey, my life. But, you know, I have to look at it like this because the way J360 Productions grows, after a while, it won't be the same as it is right now. Right now, fine. But you see, like, when you get more and more people, more divisions, more things involved, the growth and everything else, and then you try to see, like, how realistic this could be, true to form. And, you know, you're trying to get people... See, I don't get to pick perfect people. I don't get to reach out to AIs and robots to do my job and stuff like that, in addition to, like, or anybody else's job around here. I gotta select people to be part of a team in this society. You know, this society, where, like, you know... The smallest, minute thing, whether it's like dust in the wind or whatever, can become a very serious issue. Anything can become like this big, giant bubble pop that just happens out of nowhere. Because everybody's got their guns drawn in the battle lines. Metaphor, by the way. Because I know that we recently had some shootings going on not too long ago, too. That's gotta stop. You know what I mean? For real. That, that, that's that's gotta end, too. You know what I'm saying? It's just like... You, well, I, I can't even I can't even tell you what the story is behind the mall shooting, let alone what the other shooting that happened yesterday, and then like the major car accident that happened around Delaware the other day, and then I don't know where to begin. So that's why I'm like, you know what? It's a mess. But you also realize that there's quite a lot of people who watch like some of these major news networks. And let me just tell you, it gets very very shitty like these guys are banking on your fears your insecurities and then not to mention they always try to say how can we make this a better world turn y'all off maybe and then make sure like you know whenever you go to a public event like what what does j-man tell you look at every damn exit and every possible way to get out because see for me and mine if i know that there's some shit that ain't right her friend about to get on stage and all that stuff. I'll be like, bae, we got to get out. Something, something, something is not good. I think I just saw somebody heavily armed walking back over there. And they're not producing SWAT anymore. We got to go. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's the first thing. And whether she complained or not, I'll be like, all right. Uh, call me later then. Get the Uber. Nah, nah. I'll find a way to get us both out. But the whole thing is, it's like, yeah, man. You, you can't take anything for granted these days. You got to be on alert. You got to... Nowadays, instead of saying stay safe, stay safe is not exactly a, you know, it's not exactly a statement anymore. That's the damn truth. You got to stay safe. And all this shit that's going down, like, I don't think it's going away. But, you know, one way or another, you got to do something about it. 
And see, like, that's the whole gun argument and stuff. But it's weird with that, too, because, like, when things die down, nobody thinks or talks about it. But as soon as, like, a few significant things happen, within a certain time frame, it boils over and it comes back. You know what I'm saying? So they say that's an epidemic. Of course, you know, we're using epidemic uh, so many ways. We're going loose with that, too. Because even now, did you know the world we live in is, quote, lonely, too? Did you hear about that? Did you did, did anybody hear about like how loneliness is an epidemic in our society now? Or hey, guess what? That's some late breaking news right there because you know, it's always been loneliness has always been a problem in this society, and you cannot blame this on social media. You can blame on the fact that social media will bank on your loneliness and will go ahead and take any sort of way they can try to make money off of you. They will, especially if you're lonely, if you're obese or if you have diabetes, or if you have like terminal illness going on, or any of these other things that, you know, should be private. Well, they're not really private anymore. They're out there in the world. Somebody's collecting info on you. And the thing is, when they're collecting that kind of info right there, they're never going to leave you alone about it because you'll see it everywhere. And same thing with mental health, and not to mention, like, they have you seen many ads for BetterHelp? BetterHelp comes around, yeah, like the BetterHelp ads and all. They show up every time you're thinking about something, right? Like, like if something ain't right in your life and you think you're lonely and all that stuff, that's the first thing that pops up. Well, let me just tell you about that. Be careful with that. I'm sure the service is legitimate, and I'm sure, like, you know, you can get pretty decent help. But a long time ago, you know, when seeking help like that, it used to be confidential. Even though they kind of had to report to somebody they made sure that the confidentiality didn't really go out there except for those that are involved, like treatments and all, you know, like if you go to a treatment center, your file, nobody else is supposed to look at that file except for the person that's treating you and the person that's working with the person that's treating you. And then even then it's supposed to be tight lipped. You're not supposed to say a damn thing. Otherwise it's a huge breach and it's, you can really get fired and blackballed from a job like that, especially if you're dealing with records. But the thing is, it's like, with the internet, oh, because the internet is so safe, it's convenient. It's not safe. And everything is dependent on the internet. You know. What does BetterHelp do? They take your data and sell it. They sell your data. <laughs> to be as convenient as they are, there's always a backdoor policy about things, and they will sell your data to this. Especially like when you're there or when you're going up in there. And then not to mention like when you sign up, all that stuff, all that data right there that is free information for them. Oh, they selling it. Yeah, yeah, we got a wild one here. Well, multiple treatments and all. You got to be careful about the information you give things. I've been saying that for a long time. So anybody that's running around here that's saying, me privacy. Someone to like how like Meghan Markle and Prince Harry were in that well, the characters anyway in that South Park episode. Anybody walking around talking about my privacy? Yeah, shove it. You don't have that. Your privacy been gone. Privacy been gone since like what twenty? Let's see. Let's say not twenty twenty, but definitely like I want to say at least like twenty twelve. It's been gone. You know what I mean? You can't. You cannot have that argument anymore. The only thing you can do is be in the VP, utilize a VPN, be safe, and do like what you need to do to hide your stuff. That's about the best thing you can do. And at least that's peace of mind that you can cover. You understand what I'm saying? Because there's always a big issue and a big deal about data, but that's how like a lot of these tech companies make their money. And you know, better help is no different. Even though like 
you do need somebody to talk to. You do need some treatment of some kind. But here's the beautiful part about that. Why don't you just get out there and go find a reputable network that could actually help you. You might have to go ahead and do it. Like, don't sign up for any of these websites, but, like, go and find something that's legitimate to help you within reach. Sometimes, you know, like, your insurance network will actually cover that for you. And no, I'm not selling anything. I'm just letting you know there are alternatives to, like, what's popular on TV. You understand? But by me talking about the loneliness, though, let me just tell you this. Like, you know why loneliness is a problem? Because you can't trust anybody. There are people out here, lifelong friends, that if they feel as though they can't control you with insecurity, they are going to do whatever they can, just like grime a worm tongue, to try to go ahead and try to poison any sort of bit about you. Especially from your insecurities to other self-doubt, other issues, anything that you got going on, they'll do whatever they can because, you know, it's a high for them. Because that person's probably not getting on in their life, so they're doing whatever they can to dump you down. And the best way to dump you down is to go ahead and say, well, like, let's just say for this example, man, I, I just don't know if she likes me or not. Oh, dude, don't think like that. She does like you. She's just very skittish about it. Like, you know, she, she, she just doesn't know how to find the words. But at the same time, that girl has no interest in hanging with you. And while we're on the subject, she doesn't really want to talk to you and stuff. And you can see it because, like, here's the thing. What, if you really trust yourself, you'll notice because of people's behaviors of how they are. And you see, like, at the same time, that person might think they're helping you. But they just want to keep you like that because you don't go nowhere else then. You see what I'm saying? Or like one time, I had a friend one time because I was working out, I was really getting ripped and everything, seeing some changes. He was so insecure, he tried to say this one time. Uh, you know, Jay, um, I heard like weight loss, uh, you know, weightlifting isn't the best way to like lose weight and actually, um, y- you know, live live healthier. And I was like, according to who? He's like, uh, uh, men's health when I read it. I was like, shut up. Bullshit. And I called him out on it. And you know, the first thing that happened was, all right, never saw him again. Because the thing about it is, he figured, hey, guess what? You can't look as good or be better than me. So I got to keep you in a spot where at the same time you're questioning yourself. You're not your own friend and everything else. This is my way I can control you. People will control you based off of your insecurities and stuff like that. I hope you know. You know, the thing about me is that I have such a strong sense of self and then I'm always like straight up about like why I do with the things I do to the point where I don't really need to explain anything. That's where people are scared. And you see like when you got people that can't handle that idea or one way or another see like you have no flaws at all, they're not going to fool with you, but they're going to go after the ones that are very, you know, question themselves, very shy about themselves. Or to the point where, you know, they're insecure and, like, it's a high for them. It's sad, but it's true. It's one of the reasons why loneliness exists. Because some people, you know, they they look at that, they catch them out on it, they call them out of their name and stuff like that. And that person be like, oh, you know, you ain't never going to have no friends now because I'm not going to be around in your life. And then they walk away. So like, you, you need to get away from people like that. Let me just be honest with you. If these people did not like you then... They damn sure will not like you now or when you become a success or when like you do anything that's great for you because at the end of the day, it's not them. You see what I'm saying? 
I'm trying to put this in like the best words I can for you because you know it's thin ice whenever I talk about this stuff. But you see, the thing about it is, I also don't give a damn. See, uh, I don't know. I guess I'm kind of a different case. A long time ago, I wanted friends to the point where, guess what? I didn't believe in myself. But you see, the thing about it is, that did not last. Because, like, I realized, you know, the best friend I could ever really have is myself. You spend a lot of time with yourself, all right? You know you better than, you should know yourself better than you know, like, anybody else around you. And even then, as you know, like, your friends and stuff like that, you know when they do something, you know when they do something dirty. You know when they're going through shit. And you also know, like, guess what, when it's time to get rid of them. That's what it is. Like, when you outgrow people or when, like, you know, something about this stuff is not right. And you got to be, like, confident enough within you to be like, I'll be fine whether you're here or not. And I got to that level a long time ago, you know. Because, like I said, you should be your own best friend, too, in addition to dealing with everybody else out here. Which is why, like, some of y'all probably can't get a girlfriend or a boyfriend, or a beard, or like any... <laughs> no, 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 not, not the beard that you grow on your face, by the way. You know you know what a beard is if you've been around me long enough. You, you know. Like, because I always explain it. That's somebody that's there to keep up an appearance. Because some people just can't handle the idea of those that are on the LBGTQ side. It's still around. And I, uh, it ain't that kind of episode. But what I'm saying is, is that like some people are banking on the idea that you are insecure enough to not love yourself enough to the point where you don't need them. You know what I mean? And it's so sad. It really is. Because let me just tell you this. When you start doing good for yourself, certain people ain't going to be around you when you start doing good for yourself. When you start taking care of yourself, when you start being your own best friend, when you start really working on you, working on things that matter to you, working on things that really belong to you, like upkeeping your house and all that kind of stuff, like, where are those people at? Where are your friends at then and all that kind of stuff? They're not there, are they? You got to be good to yourself as well as good to them. Because if you do for people too much, you're going to be overdrawn. You're going to be like a bank account that's in the red. Ain't nobody fooling with your ass then. You'll be tired, looking like hell, and then like at the same time, they're still my friends though. They, They like me. They love me. And you in the fetal position rocking back and forth saying that nonsense. And then, of course, me, uh, I'll be here behind the mic or I'll be sitting there because I've met a lot of people like this sitting there looking at you like, yeah, 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 you going to be all right? Because this is like day two of this stuff. And I'm sitting over here making sure that you don't off yourself because you have the right to live and pay bills, then die like I do. You ain't getting out of here scot-free like that. And loneliness can lead to suicide and stuff. So that's why it's such a hard topic to talk about. But what I'm also saying is, is that at the same time, don't be so desperate. Don't be so worried about all these kind of things because people are fickle. People are messed up. People got like more things going on. And that's why like you see it on TikTok all the time or everybody wants to talk about issue number one, which is not like their own economy. It's pretty much their image, their brand, what they look like to others and stuff. And really with all of that kind of stuff, you know, that those that have like a lot of people around them, they might be more lonely than you think. People on OnlyFans, parasocial relationships and stuff like that, they lonelier than you think. But you call one of them out, I guarantee that person's going to go ahead and spread some words and try to make you a pariah about stuff. 
just like how some people in the Jam Fam probably do it because they're scared that J-Man's probably going to come up and get them. Well, not in the Jam Fam, the ones that have been thrown out. You know what I mean? Because they weren't about it. And when I caught them, oh, they're sorry for being caught. They're not sorry for, like, what their actions were. And this is the thing. This is how I know my real friends. When I tell you something, and if it ain't cool, and you got a problem with it, or you go and you say whatever and stuff like that, you're not my friend. You're just somebody's ass I didn't kick. You're somebody that at the same time should know better. Should be having more conduct about yourself to the point where you'd be like, okay, Jay, I get it. Or like when we disagree and stuff like that, you know, and you over there being vengeful where at the same time I'm just living my best life, you're not my friend. People have disagreements all the time, which is another reason for loneliness. Oh, yeah. Disagree with them and tell them no one time, and I guarantee you're going to see how real, real friendly they are. Because here's the thing. Natty got a problem with you. And you notice like this, though. You, you got some friends that, quote friends, that come out of the woodwork like this. Well, how are you doing? You don't give a damn how I'm doing. You, you don't care how I'm doing. Otherwise, you would have asked me about that a long time ago. And you see, like, be careful how you're doing, because when somebody does it, that's a salutation in general, but here's the thing. Somebody wants something coming up at the end of that. And when somebody wants something or something that you could do for them, knowing full well that you've been too busy as of late, you're working on newer ideas and stuff, and then they tell you this whole thing, and then you know, like, you never had a good time at the last couple events that you made, because the friends that that person hang out with are a bunch of jerks. Tell them no. And if they cool with it, let them be cool with it. That might be a friend there. But if they're like, oh, you're just like that because you don't like my friends. You need better friends. I don't like your friends because your friends are not really your friends. They're jerks. They're opportunist fucks. They're people that, once again, are thinking about the numbers. They ain't thinking about, like, the most important thing, which is, like, spending time, making new memories and stuff. They're not thinking about that. You see what I'm saying? And then it's a little different. Like, if you're on call for, like, a business or, like, clientele and stuff like that, that's different. That's a whole different relationship. I'm talking about your friends. You know what I mean? And the truth is, is, like, you know, you never know what somebody else is going through, right? Isn't that the ongoing thing? You never know what somebody else is going through. So be kind to them. Be kind to them. Be kind to them. Here's the thing. Too much altruism is a very bad thing. Be good to them. But at the same time, let them know what your boundary line is. Be good to them. Help them if you can. But not to the point where you're doing all that extra work and they're tearing you down too. Then all of a sudden, you got to look for somebody else to lean on. Then all this other crap. You know what I mean? It's funny too because people used to say, you know, my mom used to tell me that when I was growing up. She used to say, Jay, why don't you tell them at school that they can lean on you? Just say, lean on me. And I looked at her and I said... Why the hell would I say that? See, I, I was a teenager then, so <laughs> I didn't really give too much of a damn whether I'd see today or tomorrow because I used to get into fights every day at that age. Like, what was I, like 13? Yeah. So, <laughs> but yeah, she was like, why don't you make good with them and, and just say, like, lean on me? I don't know. That, that had to be one of the worst pieces of advice my mother gave me. She's been good about things... Uh, now and again but not that 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 was shit because i was like that was like oh yeah you know if i was to do that and if i didn't 
if, if I was to do that, if I wasn't me, I'd get my ass kicked every day, including me kicking my own ass for even thinking that I could reason with people like that. Lean on me. That you know what that that you know what that sounds like. That sounds like not only the movie with Morgan Freeman in it, but it also sounds like guess what? I'm a snitch, y'all. Use me. Use me to the point where guess what? You know, at the end of the day, you feel better about yourself, and I feel like a bag of shit. That's why, like, even then, I was like, <laughs> like, Young Jay knew never to use that. Young Jay used his left and his right fist and got into fights and all that kind of stuff. And I had a good time, you know? For real. Like, sometimes that's just how you can solve a dispute nowadays. See, a lot of y'all wish you could do that stuff now, but, eh, you know, it, it's gone like recess. But let me just tell you, though. Let me just tell you. At least I had things said. At least I knew who my friends were. And when you know who your friends are and you know what line you don't cross and you know where you stand at about different things, you know, you're good to yourself. You know what the truth is. You know what honesty is. You know all those kind of things. It's just like when it seems like I'm snipping, you know, I'm getting snippy with you and I'm telling you that, you know, hey, maybe you should have read that PR I sent you. Like when I come in, a, when I come and I see people in the jam fam and stuff, there are some that I call my friends, but then there are a lot that are business associates and I always look at them like, did you read the PR I sent you? Uh, well, no, Jay, I, I never did. Oh, okay. And I'm going to resend you another one because I'm not going to explain anything to you. You see what I'm saying? That's a little different. That's me being a leader. I went through the trouble writing that PR. You could go through the trouble of reading it. I don't give a damn about too long didn't read. Press releases are not that long. It used to be a thing about that. You know? But I could go into, like, clientele's business relationships and all that stuff. But, like, most of the time, because I'm running a business, I'm in business mode, that is a business relationship. But when it comes to, like, friendships, joking around, having a good time and stuff like that, it should be better than that. Like, if there's something that you disagree with, okay, talk about it. But if you're going to carry a vendetta like that, let me just tell you this. I got a bat just waiting to bust you in the skull because the truth is, is this. I don't have time for it. We're real friends, we're on that level, should be able to talk to each other on that level. Friendships develop over time, and then not to mention, like, relationships develop over another set of time. All that kind of stuff. If you're going to get to that point where, like, even the smallest thing can crack something apart, and then it wasn't really a friendship, it was more of association, and at the same time, though, I'm not worried about loneliness because I know who I am. A lot of you guys out there, even in the 30 age range, all the way up to the 40 age range, and then some, don't know who you are. And that's why you get broken down so easily. And the truth is, is that people around here on this society, they don't care. They'll happily throw stuff at you. They'll happily project your problems and things. While at the same time showing their insecurities, but you got to be quick to see it. And then go ahead and try to say, well, hey, my life, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's out there. And the sad part about it is, is that, you know, once again, you'll let that person get off scot-free. But if I come to you and I say, you do realize that that person is not your friend, right? You do realize like that person does not have your best interest. They have their interest going through you. And I knew somebody like that, but, you know, I don't hang out with them anymore. But I knew somebody like that. And I'm sure he's probably still being used and abused and everything even to this day, because you know what? Lots of people are afraid of being alone. Not me. <laughs> Not me at all, man. 
And you know, even even to this day, because it's like something that you can flex. It, it's a weird flex. It, it's a weird flex. Because see, the thing about it is, I had to go through some things alone, but it made me find out who I am. And then, not to mention, I may actually have real better friends through other ways of growth. And I also got involved in my community a lot more, too. See, there are people out here, like, even with past pandemic or even before the pandemic, they weren't going out as much. You know what I mean? They weren't going to clubs. They weren't going to plays. They weren't going to, you know, yoga and all that kind of stuff and things. Not that I went to yoga, but, hey, I wish I did because some of them women were slamming. It's the truth, though. I wish I went to yoga. But, nah, I helped out in other ways. You know what I mean? And, like, you know, say if there's, like, a basketball tournament and stuff like that, like, go to those things. Be a part of the staff. Like, there's always a way to cure and curb your loneliness. And the thing is, is that, like, people nowadays do not want to give you that solution. And then if there's something psychological, like, you know, like, say, like, if your friends or who you thought were your friends jumped you or something like that, to the point where it made, like, Julius Caesar say, damn, at least I got out cleaner than you. That's a problem. You need that worked out. You need to go find somebody to talk to and not from better help. Like, we're all on the road to recovery, dare I say it. Like, the pandemic has affected every single one of us in different ways. And then, like, you know, not to mention all the other crazy stuff that was before pandemic and all the crazy stuff here post-pandemic. But the thing is, it's like we're always on the road to recovery. We just got to hold together and we got to have strong resilience within to get through these tough times. It's not impossible for me. It damn sure ain't impossible for you. You see, and not only that, I'm over here fighting um, other things. I'm working on my health and all that stuff. You know? It just needs to be done. If I can't be around the boys from Soda, then I can go ahead and take care of myself. If I can't be around, like, the girls in the jam fam, you know? And I just can't. And if I can't be around my love interest, I just can't. She's fine as hell, though, with them dress. But I just want to say this. <laughs> but I just want to say this, though. It's like, I always have to go back to me. And I see a lot of insecure and a lot of, um, what do, what do they say, emotionally unavailable people? Or, I, I don't know. There's always a term for everything. There's just too many damn terms. But what I'm saying is, for those of you that are lonely, okay, do you know yourself? Have you been friends with you for a long time? Have you taken the time to look at things that interest you? Have you taken the time to work on some arts and crafts to keep you alive? Have you been looking at things other than like YouTube subscribers and all oh, that damn content creator bullshit? Yeah, yeah, I know I'm a content creator. And to be honest with you, the content creator life is similar to like the Highlander franchise. There can be only one, damn it. But what I'm saying, you got to rebuild you. And I think, you know, the road to recovery and all that kind of stuff, whether you're in a homeless shelter or whether you're looking for jobs or whether you're doing what you can, that's still a leg up. And the truth is, you just got to hold it together, you know, because I had to rebuild quite a lot. Remember, I started this thing unemployed, too. But, you know, after a while, things started moving on a, on a smoother scale and, you know, income coming in 
from multiple sources like it's not bad it's just once again i had to rebuild and do it and then like you know meeting people and all kind of cures the loneliness here but you know who's going to work with you and at the same time you know who's not going to work with you you know who's going to flake it the first time you probably say a gay joke or you know like when somebody's going to flake as soon as you say something that's no filter and all that stuff like when i'm really in the business mode and some of you guys have seen this and then some of you guys have not there ain't no games to be played. Things are getting solved at this moment. But if I'm really working on casual relationships and all that kind of stuff, it's a little different. You see? So, but I'm not going to say let me be your template, but I'm just trying to say like, you know, we've all had to deal with this kind of stuff. And they say that loneliness affects the mind so much that it, it's akin to like, you know, higher drug use, higher problems and so and just just ways of higher obesity like people are purposely getting fat because nobody will spend time with them Th- things like that and it's so sad but the truth is is that guess what you don't need to let this happen to you it's not the new normal like some of these publications out here wouldn't mind having you go through that so they can go ahead and sell something you know that's why you got to be mindful of what you listen to and stuff but i always try to give you guys tough love and i always try to tell you Things that you need to hear rather than what you want to hear. I can go ahead and tell you about Guardians of the Galaxy 3, but I'm not. I can go ahead and tell you about Super Mario Brothers again, but I won't. I'd rather you learn about like important things going on in the world. I'd rather you understand that the world around us does not give a damn about us the way they try to pass it off as. You got to give a damn about you too. So remember that. It starts with, ends with, you. All right, so let's just work on being the best version of ourselves. Let's not guilt ourselves about things from the past. Let's not make ourselves feel bad about things entirely. Let's just make ourselves atone and be better than what we were. And then the thing is, you know what? We could go ahead and look at these publications and be like, how did you, how did you achieve so many things? Well, inner strength, and I've been doing just fine, no thanks to you. All right, but that's all I got for you guys right now. Um, I do want to let you guys know this. There are no shows happening this week because this is a production week. I got a lot of big things happening for you, and June starts Jamiversary 3. So that is just one of the big things that are coming for you. So you're just going to have to stay tuned to see what's up. But until then, you know, keep listening to J360 Radio, subscribe to J360 TV, and this is J-Man signing off. Peace. Peace.